Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum It's LA Clips Forum With Jesse and Brian Welcome to the one year anniversary of the LA Clips Forum I am your host, Brian Andrew And I'm here with my best friend, my pal, my homeboy, my rotten soldier, my sweet cheese, my good time boy, Jesse Sandoval. How you doing? I am doing amazing, knowing that we hit our one year mark. Yes. We we there there was moments at the very beginning where we're like, this looks like it's just gonna be a thing we do for fun. <laughs> and now we have supporters. We have people that help out a lot. We've had a lot of guests on our podcast. We've had Clipper Spencer. We had Robert Yamagata. We had um, Damo. We've had, you know, Trent and Jake as our regulars. Mm -hmm. And uh, we thank everyone. We thank all the, the people that support. We thank everyone who listens, even if you think our takes are stupid and ridiculous. Uh, we pre and especially, you know, because like we're not the most analytical podcast. Yeah, so I, we're just yeah, we're, we're just here to vibe, dude. That's yeah, I, I feel like you have to really just enjoy us just shooting the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Like it it started off as just us constantly talking about clippers while playing video games online. Mm -hmm. And that's mainly our whole conversation's always been. And then we're like, you know what? Let's move this over to a podcast. And you know what? We still do all that. We still just play <laughs> video games and talk clippers. Uh, but yeah, uh, so like we had some goals and we honestly, if I'm being honest, I didn't think we we're going to reach those goals. Yeah, I'll be honest. Uh, but we reached the goals of ours. So and we so we have an announcement to make. Uh, uh, some people like do like a special, you know, hey, special podcast just for the announcement or a special post. Yeah, we will do a post at some point. <laughs> but <laughs> uh we're just gonna make this part of the pod you know it's august there's not a lot of clippers content out there so this is we're just gonna make this part of the pod uh we are going to start a patreon in september around media day is the goal now it might just come up before then you know it might just be like hey let's think ahead of time and then all of a sudden the patreon's just up and we're like all right it's up before media day uh the reason then we wanted to create the patreon is not necessarily uh because we're trying to make money it's really because you know it would be cool if we could just break even on this podcast it does cost a little bit of money to do the podcast it's not a lot we're not trying to like to be honest if we even don't break even off of this we don't really care it's we want to do additional content and we want to find a hub for that additional content mm -hmm. and we figured a patreon would work and we want to find people that are interested in additional content. Yeah, um, absolutely. And we hope if you join the, the Patreon, you'll be satisfied with it. It's I, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a really good time. Uh, yeah. A lot of interaction with the fan base. Um, or not our fan base, but with the Clipper fan base. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And like Brian said, we're just trying to, at best, break even. We're not looking to make money and... 
we just want to afford to keep lights on you know <laughs> yeah absolutely so we're just gonna do one tier unless patreon forces us to do more than one tier i don't know i haven't even set it up yet <laughs> but uh it's gonna be one tier all our plans are going out the window once we start setting this up <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like actually you can only do this and like all right well sorry guys that that episode we did in august uh, we were just full of special shit. announcement episode <laughs> yeah. uh we're gonna do one tier it's gonna be just three dollars um and there's gonna be no other tiers above it now eventually if the patreon gets enough buzz we'll consider doing additional tiers and stuff like that but right now it's just gonna be one tier everyone's gonna have the same perks as everybody who signs up and uh the i think the main thing we're gonna do is the the everyone who's part of the patreon is gonna be labeled as a forum friend that's like you know how everyone has like a patreon army ours is gonna be the forum friends uh because like i'm digging this is this is a forum right we want people to interact and uh talk and use it kind of like as a forum page you know like create a post put it up there uh hit people up in the inboxes stuff like that interact yeah with each other absolutely be a vibe you know yeah yeah we're all about vibes (laughs) uh so for additional content first and foremost we're gonna do two additional pods that are only going to be on the patreon uh they're gonna be shorter probably than our regular pod our regular podcast is still gonna be wherever the regular podcast is wherever you get Mm -hmm. it you're still gonna have that and nothing's gonna change on that but we're gonna do two additional pods one is going to be the nba rivals forum where we just basically talk about all the clippers rivals and to be honest we're not going to be we're not going to pretend to be unbiased nba people doing this podcast because i know everyone in this patreon is probably going to be a clippers fan so it's still going to be talking about all of these rivals that the clippers have but it's still going to come from a clippers fan's perspective Mm. Uh, so you know like for example if we were to start it today LeBron's got an extension. Russell Westbrook just got a new agent. Uh, coaching changes probably if, uh, if it was the offseason, stuff like that. Like, you know, for example, if it was a trade deadline coming up, we would not only talk about the moves the Clippers made. We'd probably, in that podcast, we'd probably talk more in depth about like what did the Dallas Mavericks do? What did the Suns do? If if we started this podcast a month ago, we would probably be like, oh, no, Kevin Durant and the Suns. What would that look like for the Suns? We want to yeah. help you be informed so you can look really knowledgeable with all your friends, you know? Yeah. With all our half-ass knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the purpose of this pod is for you to hear half-ass information and be like, you know what? <laughs> Let's double check that. And since you double checked it, you now for sure have the information you need. <laughs> um and you want anything you wanted to add anything to the NBA Rivals forum? I think I basically covered everything, but there might be yeah. something I forgot. There'll be some additional stuff like uh, we're also big into fantasy sports. Um, yes. so we'll be including a lot of that with our community there, um, which will be a fun time of you know, just playing. We get really competitive, so like we trash talk, it's just for fun. Never take anything personal from me. All right. So yeah, if you're part of the Patreon, what we're gonna do is in the fall, we're gonna start uh NBA uh fantasy basketball league and we'll probably do football the following season this year i don't think we were ready to do football because football is going to start before the patreon probably goes up but so we're going to do a fantasy basketball league it's going to be called forum for the cause we will ask for a small donation but that donation is going to go to a cause of our choosing 
um and and then we'll just we'll figure out prizes for the winners later but like we're gonna open up to the patreon first like anyone in this patreon want to be part of this fantasy basketball league you guys get first dibs and if we fill up a 12 person league or whatever then sorry for the people on twitter who weren't part of patreon now if we still need additional spots then we'll probably hit up twitter but basically the patreon is going to be first come first serve kind of thing like if we have giveaways like tickets for example we have a padres versus nationals ticket the giveaway uh for uh, august 20th now it's not going to be a part of the patreon we're letting people know now so if you want to go see juan soto play in san diego hit us up and we will like it shows that you listen to the pod we appreciate that (laughs) uh (laughs) but like moving forward the patreon is probably where we're going to be like hey we have an extra ticket to this clippers game we have an extra ticket to this ac clippers or ontario clippers game and so we will be like hey we're gonna hit up people in the patreon first and if no one wants it then we will hit go to twitter Hmm. so that's you know just for paying three dollars a month you might accidentally go to a clipper game this year or you might go to a whatever sporting event we have tickets for yeah uh that's about it for like i guess oh we will be doing an additional pod i did say we're gonna do two uh this one's gonna be called sports diaries me and jesse like other sports we like other teams and we're and you guys might not like those teams and you might not want to hear this pod but we're we want we're going to take like 10 to 15 minutes every week and just talk about the other things that we're interested in in terms in the sports world it could be fantasy sports it could be football it could be like you know jesse's a falcons fan i'm a rams fan football's around the corner you know i'm we're gonna hear jesse talk about marcus Marietta for about 10 minutes every <laughs> every every week you know Oh, so, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. He's gonna have a revival in Atlanta, dude. I'm telling you right he, now. He I'm buying a jersey. He's I'm got Drake London, and Drake London's my dude. So you know, so well, we're gonna and you might not care about that, but like we're we we like to talk about it, and we also don't want to just start a brand new podcast. We're not gonna do the Atlanta Falcons yeah. forum. We're not gonna do the Rams forum. So we just figured we'll just spend ten to fifteen minutes on our Patreon. Yeah, and and when we start talking about that, you know, it's it's meant to be, uh, you know. A community there so if you like to talk about other sports and you might have some questions for that segment about your team or about your whatever you know yeah we're, we're, we're down for it they're just like hey how do you guys feel about the jets we're like all right well let's find out some stuff about the jets and talk about it for a second yeah. you know just it's it's basically like there's the la clips forum then we talk about their rivals and another podcast that will probably be 20 30 minutes at the most every week and then 10 to 15 minutes about everything else in the sports world. And if you want to, like, you know, hit us up on our Patreon, say, hey, I want you to talk about my team. And we're like, we will. And maybe we'll invite you on to talk about your team. So, mm-hmm. so you know, that that's that's what we're going to have going on. Uh, and, yeah, and an additional thing, our Patreon, we, for our Patreon people, our forum friends, we encourage you to hit up our inbox, put a post up, and say, hey, I want you guys to talk about this on the pod. Now, like, I feel like it will be a lot more organized than just doing it on Twitter. We'd still be open to questions on Twitter. But, like, every week we'll probably go on the Patreon and be like, hey, anybody got questions for this week's episode? And we'll allow about 5 to 15 minutes at the end of every episode and talk about your questions, especially if they're appropriate. If they're inappropriate, then we're just going to be like, no. (laughs) It is what it is. Thank you for three bucks. Um, But, yeah, that's going to be what we have coming up. I think we're ready for it. you know, maybe it'll be a lot more overwhelming than we think it will be, but 
in my opinion, it's just going to be an additional hour of recording every week plus uh, managing a fantasy sports league. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, that's going to, but we wanted to create a community for people who are like minded Clipper fans to just go in there and just chat. You know, you spend $3 on fast food or, or very, uh, I don't know, coffee, a soda. You spend three bucks on things. Maybe you just spend three bucks so you could share some Clipper thoughts in a place where everyone's open minded. Yep. It's going to be good. It's going to be a vibe, dude. I keep on saying it. It's going to be a vibe. Do you think it's going to be a movie? Oh, it's definitely going to be a movie. It'll yeah. be a very long movie. I'm thinking like Titanic without the terrible ending. Mm-hmm. But it'll be a vibe, dude. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Do you think there was room on the door for Leonardo DiCaprio? I definitely believe there's room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we also appreciate everyone who listened to that probably two minutes into it was like, you know what? Like, I don't want to hear about this Patreon thing. And then just still listen to it for another 10 minutes <laughs> or so. I don't know how, how far we're into this. And was like, all right, can you guys start talking about Clipper stuff now? And we're like, yeah, we will. We will. We will talk about Clipper stuff. Talking about and Clipper stuff. The most or did you have any more? No, I don't. Have, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you have more on the Patreon? Or no, we're, we're good. We're on? good. I think they get it. I think they get it. Okay, yeah. The Patreon's going to be dope. Uh, just... We're, we're going we're gonna to post it on Twitter for people to sign up. At some we at we appreciate anyone who signs up for it. That helps us just break even from what we're from what we're paying for this podcast it's not going to take much for us to break even either it's just we just want people to go in there and we just want to build a little community of people you know we're not trying to compete with other podcasts or anything like that we're just we're just trying to do our own thing over here you want to get some clipper news though yes yes i do because this is my favorite news if we're going the direction i'm thinking we're going to go probably the biggest clipper news oh yes okay yeah (laughs) yeah I'm like, uh, the greatest mascot in the history of mascots. Just one mascot of the year in the NBA. Chuck, the mother condor, one mascot of the year. Thoughts, go, go. Dude, okay, so first off, have you followed Chuck the Condor's IG? It's so good. It's the most amazing content you'll ever find on an Instagram it's literally Chuck just reenacting iconic movie scenes. And the drip this guy has is ridiculous. Like, I'm not going to lie. I think PG and Kawhi should take some fashion tips from Chuck the Condor. I'm telling you, he's essential for the Clippers culture. Everyone talks about Kawhi and Mr. Cartoon letters on the jersey. And no, it's Chuck the Condor. Because I remember when we got Chuck, everyone was like, I'm not feeling this. I don't know. But me and you bought in from day one we knew this is either going to be amazing or it's going to be a meme (laughs) and you know what it's been both it it, chuck's amazing and you know who you know what i don't think the g league gives out mascots of the year but kc is killing it too kc's dope i like kc's on he he's at archibald scaring everybody he's he's on he's like not leaving tips on his tablet uh he, he's riding go-karts or whatever i don't know i don't he, uh, golf carts maybe i don't he's amazing too and i think the g league needs to give out a mascot of the year award too and give it to him no definitely i didn't even know there's a mascot of the year award until i didn't know t- is this the first one 
I have no idea. I, I I don't know. I didn't I didn't I was just excited for Chuck to win. I didn't really check to see the history behind it. I, I would think that aside if if it was, you know, a long it's been around for a long time, I would think Benny the Bull party has all of them until Chuck mm-hmm. the Condor came in and basically saying, I'm the new motherfucking king in town, dude. Like you better put some I, respect I, on me. I want Chuck to be the Michael Jordan of Mascot of the of the Year Awards. I want him just like holding up six fingers <laughs> of like mascot of the year award rings and just being yeah it's it was probably the coolest news i've got all off season like john wall was all right you know Kawhi <laughs> coming back from his acl is cool but and it's funny because when i first saw it i was like is this true is this a real thing and then it started and then i was like oh no it is real and oh uh, he gets a trophy right he gets a trophy he gets a trophy I don't. Who's the Lakers mascot? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> step up, step up. You know, the Lakers don't know LA culture. All right, <laughs> he knows LA culture, dude. Chuck, man. Yo, Chuck, if you're listening to this, your day ones are right here, dude. Seriously, the guy was built to be a meme. It's amazing. I love him. Um, we, did we already tell? I think we already told people when we when the Clippers win a championship, we're getting Chuck the Condor tattoos. Dead serious. I'm getting and, and, yep. yep. Yours is the Michael Jordan one crying with the <laughs> yes. and mine's gonna be the one where it's Kobe just sitting there, stone face, you know, <laughs> with his jacket on. I'm gonna have to edit that jacket a little bit to make it more Clippers esque, but yeah, it's um, gonna be bedazzled. <laughs> it's gonna be bedazzled. But um, yeah, this this I you don't you don't understand how cool this is because everyone was like, oh man, Chuck, I don't know, and from day one. We made him an essential part of this podcast. And that was part of Steve Ballmer's takeover of the Clippers, right? Because I believe so. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't during uh I'm blanking out his name. Oh my goodness. Uh, Sterling. Sterling, sorry. Yeah, it wasn't during Sterling's era. It was right when he purchased it. He it was like the, the first year, or was it the second year? Uh it was pretty I feel like it was pretty soon into the, the the clippers the was it the era. same was it the same year and when we did the rebranding for the logo or maybe wanna, the year I, before i want to say so but you know i could be wrong Dude, you know man. as as chuck fanatics i feel like we're letting a lot of people down right now yeah i know well i'm just a poser dude um but what i will tell you is like i mentioned before his ig fucking amazing dude oh, easily the best it, thing it, i've it, ever found it's followed. perfect you could go on there and find a jam by just uh, closing her eyes, scrolling down, and picking a random picture. That's how I find my outfit of the day. I look at Chuck the Condor's photos, and I'm like, you know what? That's what I want. I want to wear that. I'm trying to. I'm going to Google real quick when he first. You know, you could buy a Chuck the Condor plush toy. Oh, what am I doing? <laughs> okay, Chuck Story is on the Clippers website. Let's see here, Chuck Story. Chuck the Condor hatched in Los Angeles, California, back on February 29th, 2016. So he has a leap year birthday. That's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. This guy is cementing, he's cementing his legacy. We, 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 sh- we share a birthday month. He has a 10-foot wingspan and is in love with basketball, wears the number 213 to rep LA, and, and true to his name, rocks red Chuck Taylors on his feet. Now, that's pretty. That's pretty G of him. He flew into Staples Center into the hearts of Clipper Nation in February 2016 and surprised each fan with a pair of Chuck Taylors. Huh, we missed out. 
His unique comedy and set of skills entertains fans of all ages at all Clipper home games, and he could be found around town repping Clipper Nation. This guy's this guy's this guy's the truth. This guy's the truth. So his favorite snack is peanut butter and spam sandwiches. His position is the center of attention, hobbies, tumbling, dancing, and dunking. Uh, we need more Chuck. I'm so, so, I'm telling you right now, 2023, he very mask of the year again. I want so, back to back here. So I just, while you're doing your research, I was doing my journalist research as well. And the coach of the year, not coach of the year, sorry, co- uh, mascot of the year has been around since 2005. Okay. I uh, did not know this. Um, right. and, give, give me some, give me some winners. And is there any two-time winners? Okay. First winner. Okay. First winner ever was clutch of the Houston Rockets. Okay. Most, it looks like it's between Jazz Bear. <laughs> I don't even know if that's his name, but I like yeah, that. Like yeah, name. it says Jazz Bear. That's what it's called, <laughs> uh, the Utah Jazz. And it looks like the cl- Clutch. Actually, oh. no, Clutch. Clutch has won it three times. Okay, so you can't win it. It's not something where they go around the league. Yeah, they don't, give it they, to don't, they don't give All Dude, right. Benny the Bull is not on here? I don't know. I've seen him throw popcorn on a lot of people. He deserves Dude. to be on that list. Yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah, he is on there. And, and the Denver Nuggets mascot, I think, deserves to be on that list, too. Is he on uh, there? Oh, the Denver Nuggets. Let's see. Is it good? Yes, is that he won in 2019. Okay. Chuck? Chuck's coming for that. Coming for that, you know? He's going to four-time winner, right? The Actually, mo- I'm wrong. Let me take that back. Jazz Bear and what was the other? Houston, Houston Rocket Clutch. They're both tied. They have three each? Three each, yeah. All right, Chuck's going for four. And I want him to get four in a row. And I think he could do it. His Instagram, flames. Fuego. Fire. <laughs> Dude, this is, this is the most amazing thing I ever found out. But, yeah, congratulations to Chuck the Condor. Well-deserved. Um, he's going for the throne. I know. I know you're listening to the pod, Chuck. We appreciate it. <laughs> uh, you want to go into some interesting Clipper alternate history stuff? that we're gonna do oh yeah definitely i'm so apparently to some youtuber i'm not gonna look it up uh he uh (laughs) we're not gonna get credit with credit to you yeah yeah he says because technically so there was the buffalo braves and the boston celtics the boston celtics wanted to move or the boston celtics owner wanted to move the celtics to california he was told by the nba we're not gonna let you move the boston celtics so him and the buffalo braves Swapped owners, so now the Celtics owner is now the Braves owner, and he moves the Braves to San Diego. He then becomes the San Diego Clippers. Um, because of this, people are saying, like, technically the owner moved 13 championships to Buffalo, and then technically the Clippers have 13 rings. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. I guess uh, that's the question I was going to ask. Do you feel like championship rings belong to the owner or to the organization? I think it's the organization because, like, me and you have had this discussion. I don't know if we've done it on the pod. I think we have. If the Clippers moved to Seattle and they became the Seattle Sonics, a part of me would be like, it's like half. Yeah, like half. We are. <laughs> uh, part of Clippers history still, and then, other, yeah, and then the other half of me would be like, "No, this is now Sonics history, and it's going to go back to what the Sonics were. Like this, this is now a Seattle Sonics franchise, mm-hmm. you know." So, the way I look at it is like, 
the Clippers are still the Clippers, whether it was Donald Sterling or is it Steve Ballmer? Yes, it's a totally different franchise and it's run a lot better now, but it's still the LA Clippers. Like if he, I don't know, rebranded it, maybe we could have a, a different discussion. But yeah. So I guess like the only time I agree with you, you know, when you said when an organization moves to like if the Clippers moved to Seattle to Seattle and became the Sonics, um, then yeah, I kind of wouldn't feel like that ship isn't really ours. But let's say they move and they kept the same roster and it was like literally the year after they move and they get a chip, then yeah, then I would feel like that's ours because that was our roster when it was here in yeah, LA. And, and I would feel that way too. And I, I have no idea if I would be – I'd probably still root for the team, but I just don't know if my heart would be 100% into it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, right. I'm but, branching off here. Okay, go ahead. But I was gonna say in this in this scenario, it looks like the owners just swapped. So it looks like they just they still took the Buffalo Braves mm-hmm. team and was just like we're just gonna throw it over here. But now some new guys running it. Yeah. Right? See, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel like those chips are ours because yeah, it belongs to the organization. It belongs to those players who want who was part of that organization and won that chip. The owner didn't go out there and dunk on people. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then, so I want to. We, we should go into some alternate history, unless you have something else you want to add. To well, okay, you. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you this: in the scenario where the Clippers move to Seattle, but they don't become the Sonics, they become something else. They become a different. Uh, it's a different name. Yeah. Would you? Would you? Would you feel distant to the organization? No, I actually would be. Uh, I'd still consider that our Clippers franchise. Okay, yeah, because like the Sonics have its own history, right? Yeah, so, its own history. It has its own brand. So basically, it'd be like, oh, we're just becoming what that used to be. Yeah. You know, whereas if if it was like we're now the Seattle Clippers or we're the Seattle different names, <laughs> you know, yeah. like it, I think I'd be like, oh no, this is still my Clippers franchise. And I I've always said like if the Clippers moved anywhere, I'd probably still follow the team. It's just like if they move to uh because i always thought it was confusing for charlotte hornets fans or new orleans hornets fans on how that situation became Mm -hmm. because you're you were the charlotte hornets then they moved to new orleans so you might have been a short charlotte hornets fan who's still stuck with the team in new orleans and then that team now becomes the new orleans pelicans and then now you still have the Charlotte Hornets back, but now that was the Bobcats. <laughs> and you're just like, it's, it's kind of like, I don't know, as a fan, it might be confusing, but now you might just settle in. You're like, I'm still going to root for this Charlotte Hornets team, even though it's technically a Bobcats team. You know, it's, yeah. it's one of those situations where I'm pretty sure by now it's figured out. Like um, technically in football, the Baltimore Ravens are uh, – a Cle- the Cleveland Browns, what the Cleveland Browns used to be. Mm-hmm. So the Cleveland Browns moved to Baltimore. They became the Baltimore Ravens. And then like two years later, the Cleveland Browns decided, you know, what, we're going to come back just as a new team. So I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of Cleveland Browns fans at the beginning was like, I guess I'll just continue rooting for this team in Baltimore. And then eventually when the Browns came back, they just went back, you know, but it is one of those things where it's like if we became the Sonics and I still wasn't sure if there's a team, I'd probably root for the Sonics, but it would be like this weird half-hearted 
thing where it's like these don't feel like my clippers anymore mm-hmm. whereas like if, yeah if they went to seattle changed the name and it was like the yeah the seattle mountains or whatever i'm just i don't know <laughs> uh i would be like oh cool i'm a mountains right now you know it's just be like all right you know I don't know if that the Seattle Rangers, uh... yeah, <laughs> the Seattle Macklemores. I'm like, All right, I, don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know if that answers your it's question. It's like Goodwill Arena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be, uh, yeah, no, that answered my question. So, uh, interesting takes. Hopefully, the Clippers don't move. We're already building an arena, well, we're so building it looks arena. like, yeah, I, I, yeah, we're staying, we're sticking around. Yeah. Um, do you think they should change the Clippers name or do you think they should just always be? I think it should always just be the Clippers. Yeah. Uh, at this point. I was open to it and I was open to it too. I guess I was open to it when we were like, I don't know, people were kind of talking about maybe possibly moving the Clippers to uh, San Diego. I, I don't know. I remember hearing conversations like that. Um, but now, if we're going to still stay in LA, um, I would like to keep the name Clippers just because like the chip will feel so much sweeter. I don't, yeah, it just, it'll just feel, it'll, it'll hit, it'll hit different, you know, I just, no, I, 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 I hear you on that alternate history though. Okay. <laughs> let's, 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 let's do this. We should say the Celtics, the NBA did grant the Celtics to move to LA. So we have, I don't know, the San Diego Celtics or something. I'm pretty sure they changed their name, but still, let's just say it's the San Diego Celtics. The two teams in SoCal, San Diego Celtics and the LA Lakers. Who would you root for? Celtics. I think I'd root for the Celtics too, but I think it would be tougher for me to get there. And I also probably wouldn't feel the underdog thing that I feel with the Clippers currently. You yeah. know that, that I think like the underdog knucklehead stuff that that made a lot of fans become Clipper fans. I think if we just had two SoCal teams that were like, oh, we both have championships. <laughs> I, I think I, I, I think it would just be like, who do you prefer at that point? Do you go purple and gold or do you go green and white? It's just, I think it'd just be it'd be pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I just ultimately I think I would still fall under the Celtics ban. Uh, I, I, I don't do know. You, Maybe it's because I'm a troll inside. <laughs> yeah. I, inside we're, we're hipsters, right? Uh, yeah, we like to piss off people. We don't like to go to, you know, winning organizations. We want... It just... I don't know. Like, it, it feels weird. Like, I don't... It would feel weird to jump into, like, an organization that already has chips, like... Mm-hmm. And then you win another one, I guess, like... That's kind of like... That's kind of how it felt when I became a Padres fan. Yeah. I was like, you know, it reminded me a lot of the Clippers. I was like, they still haven't won one. They're struggling. Their their owner sucks. <laughs> like, I've been a I've been a lifelong Padres fan for a while now. You know. So. Yeah, I get. Yeah, dude, you, yeah, you're, dude. you're actually the one who made me become a Padres fan. Yeah, yeah none of that poser shit. You know, like yeah. <laughs> just because Juan Soto showed up. Uh, yeah. Uh, joking aside, uh, Brian made me a Padres fan. Um, he basically said it's like the Clippers of baseball, and I was like. I'm in, dude. <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't because like it might be harder to be a, a fan. Like, for example, I didn't I didn't become a Padres fan until I was an adult simply because they're not in my television market. I had to actually explore that. But I I as a kid, I feel like I would, but I just feel like I'd get bored of the Lakers so fast. Okay, so 
I've mentioned this before. You already know my background. Um, Yeah. I I grew up a Laker fan mainly because my mom was a huge Laker fan. I was a mama boy. We'd stay up watching games all the time. Uh, Saw the Kobe Shaq uh, era. Saw them win three chips. And I don't know. I just got so – I just thought – I fell out of basketball. It got boring for a bit. Mm -hmm. Um. And then when I came back, it was just me and my sisters like trying to reconnect because my sisters started playing basketball. And I just moved back to California. So she chose to follow the Clippers. And I was like, all right, I'll go with you. And then she she and since then I've been uh been a Clippers fan. So um, but yeah, uh I don't know what I was doing. I was I was I was young, naive, you know, it was just irrational get... decisions, you know. Just my my dad was a Lakers fan. And I think it's just natural for you as a young person to, to kind of like the first team you see. And that's what it was with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I was a Lakers fan my first year when I was like nine. <laughs> and then I, I got into basketball and then I realized there's this other team that also has games on Fox Sports or whatever. And they were just a lot more fun to watch. And I feel like the games were harder to win. It felt like the games mattered more to them. And yeah. Like when I was when I was watching the Lakers when I was like nine, Glenn Rice was my favorite Laker, and then the Clippers eventually got Glenn Rice like a few years later, you know, past his prime. But that was a really cool thing for me. I was like, ah, oh, see, this is this is where they cross cross paths, you know, my my childhood. But you know what? Even a uh, nine year old Jesse or seven year old, I don't know what, how old I was, was still indie back then. You know, instead mm-hmm. of being Kobe, Shaq. My guy was Derek Fisher and Rick Fox. <laughs> oh, there you go. You know, Rick Fox will will appreciate that because I don't know. How many, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how many Rick Fox Rick Fox heads are out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, so <laughs> um yeah. But the franchise is whack. So um <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later on the Patreon, I guess. Uh so the Clippers were in Santa Barbara this week. Oh, they, they were. I know that uh, Santa Barbara is a really great place to go train. You know, I feel like they pick like really cool coastal like towns. Like they're either in like San I Diego, Santa yeah. Barbara, like where the architecture is cool, the food's good, it's chill. It's probably somewhat isolated, and they're just like you know, let's just go hoop and work out together, and then like, yeah, let's do that. You know, I feel like. I feel like it's a really cool, you know, you know, us Clippers media people, we're always checking on the vibes. And then, you know, there's the Lakers going to see some, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's just just like, yeah, sure. Like, if you you feel like it, it's like, uh, we like, I feel like the Lakers are just looking for a gym, whereas the Clippers make it like a, like a homie road trip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You got, you got like a Reggie Jackson creating the, the, the playlists on Spotify and, Kawhi being like, yo, man, this is whack. You know, let's pump that culture jam. <laughs> there, like, uh, go ahead. And I was just going to say, Paul George is like, oh, man, we listen to culture jam on every road trip. <laughs> <laughs> they like stay up late the, the day before the road trip. They're like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Like, <laughs> John, John Wall's all quiet because he's the new guy. And he's trying not to <laughs> piss Kawhi off. He's uh, he's picking up Terrence's bags. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, hey, Rook. And he's like, Dude, I've been in the league for like. <laughs> 10 years or 11 years so that's that's cool man let's go <laughs> don't hurt yourself like steve nash all right <laughs> like, like, i don't need to know your backstory dude just <laughs> oh man um so who was at santa barbara uh from my pictures i know marcus morris was not 
uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I didn't see Norman Powell either. Uh, maybe they were there. They just weren't, you know, in the pictures or videos I saw. So I don't want to claim anything. I know they probably for, took him out because he wasn't wearing a Clipper jersey or Clipper gear. Yeah, they're like, hey, you can't wear that blazer shit here. <laughs> uh, I know for a fact Kawhi was there getting a baseline pass and he threw it to the top of the key for Reggie Jackson three. So I know they were there. John Wall got stoked when he made the three. Like it was a real NBA game. So, you know, they were there. Paul George was there because he, he, he got really excited. I know Terrence Mann was there. Can I say how much I'm enjoying the vibes that John Wall is bringing to this offseason? You know what John Wall reminds me of? You know when, like, you meet, like, a really hard-ass dude, but he turns out to be really funny and, like, kind of cute? Like, that, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> John Wall kind of reminds me of. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I did not expect that. But, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Who's the guy you're going to – is there someone for like as an example? <laughs> no, um, the, the example was a hard ass dude. <laughs> you never met you never met a hard ass dude who turns out to be funny and cute. Oh my goodness, the context of this. Uh, if no one really heard this and just heard hard ass dude, uh, <laughs> that's on Patreon. Uh, Patreon content. Right uh, that's that the the only clips are opening. I just I, I honestly, John Wall has said the right things. Um. And I just appreciate it. You know, he's not coming in there thinking that he's going to be the starting player. It's it's going to be a battle between Reggie Jackson and John Wall. And I get it. Um, I love Reggie Jackson. I love him. But I'm okay with being having the best player play that starting role. And then it changes, you know, for the finishing. Like, who's going to, who's going to end? Uh, I mean, and uh, who's going to close out, you know? Right. And. That leads me to a question. I have two questions on this little post-it note in front of me that okay. I wanted to ask you. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I personally don't think it's between Reggie Jackson and John Wall who's going to be in closing lineups. I think it's going to be between Reggie Jackson and Norman Powell who's going to be in closing lineups. Reggie Jackson really? has proven to be pretty clutch, you know, you know, the skip. And Norman Powell has proven to be really tired in the fourth quarter so far for the Clippers. <laughs> uh, so... To be I was, fair. No, no, do your to be fair before to I, be fair. He was coming off an injury when when I noticed he was most fatigued. He seemed pretty good when uh when we're getting um, blown out by the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so hey uh, man, at least what I can give Norman Powell though is that he f-ed up his knee or whatever. Uh I forgot what do you his, get? Turt his toe? ankle. His ankle. Oh, yeah, his foot, his foot. His <laughs> so foot. Yeah, he, yeah, he got turt toe or something like that. And you know, he played through it. And like Ty Lue, he's hobbling, and Ty Lue's like, shake it off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, we don't we don't have time for other injuries right now. So you know what, Reggie Jackson, uh, not Reggie Jackson, uh, Norman Powell shows a lot of heart uh, just in that game, and I appreciate that. But at the same time, I will be honest, I'm not really sold on Norman Powell. I'm just gonna say that uh, I I'm sold. I just don't know if he's gonna be that guy. I I, I feel like. You need I, an efficient I, player. I personally feel, just coming from my perspective, is I think Norman Powell is going to be extremely good, and he will probably at the end of the season be the third best player on the teams, at least offensively. Mm-hmm. My take is, though, we have plenty of players who have a track record of being that person already for the Clippers, and Norman Powell still has to get there. And until he does, like he might do that in the first two games of the season where I'm like, oh, yeah, 
25 points a game for Norman Powell or something like that and making the game-winning basket against the Warriors. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's that guy. But Marcus Morris, Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard, all these people have made a clutch-ass baskets, and these are all people that Norman Powell's going to probably take minutes from. So mm-hmm. I just want to see it. I just want to see it. Yeah. Like, personally. Like, personally, I agree. If, if I'm, I'm going to be – I know he's coming off an injury, but if I'm going to be that guy – and it's going to come off really negative. I feel like we come off really negative about Norman Powell in this podcast. I, dude, okay, like I just said, I give him credit. He showed heart when he got injured. He was fucking playing. He was playing through that injury. I appreciate that. But I also haven't seen him enough on the court with the Clippers. And it's just like, I don't know how that looks. And, like, everyone's riding high. But there's really no evidence to show that he gels with the team. I'm just, you know what, it's gonna, what, what, it, what this looks like? I'm tempering my expectations and it makes it look like I'm being very negative on him. I think, I think this team's going to be really good. One through 15. I just think like, you know, there's a pecking order and we'll see if where he fits in. Like he Uh, might, he might end up just playing 20 minutes a game and then being like a 14 point a game person. And everyone's like, well, we thought he's going to be a 20 points a game person. And it's like, he just doesn't play enough minutes to do that. I don't know. So just to just to clarify, I think Norman Powell is a good player, and I I'm not too sure if he's gonna be the third play, third best player. Maybe just because I'm just I don't know. Maybe I am hating <laughs> so uh, deep oh. down. Like maybe like uh, he just did something to me before, and I just I, it's like it's like embedded in me, and I just can't tell until I do like therapy. That's when it comes out. Like Norman Powell pissed me off this way. What it is so far is everybody else on the Clippers has done something that made me go, I really like that guy. That's a good point. That's and really so far, point. Norman Powell, like, as he's done things I've liked, but he hasn't done something that made me go, you know, like, he doesn't have a 35-point comeback against the Wizards. He doesn't have the all-time three-point record that Rocco has. Mm-hmm. He doesn't make a clutch shot against the Lakers like Marcus Morris and Reggie Jackson has. He's not Kawhi or Paul George, just period. I'm not going to – he's just not those guys. You know, I feel like everybody else has kind of done something. You know, Terrence Mann has game six against the Jazz. So, like, the only thing going against Norman Powell, I guess, in terms of our podcast, is, like, he just doesn't have his Clippers moment yet. Mm-hmm. You know, the, his biggest Clippers moment is just getting traded to the team. Yeah. Like, he had a really good first half against the Timberwolves. But it just, he just, you know, we ended up losing that game. And technically, and I'm going to throw this out there, because a lot of people, for whatever reason, are giving Marcus Morris and Reggie Jackson a tough time. Yeah. All three of them played in that Pelicans game. And Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris are the ones who had the game of their lives. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. I think good point. Thank you for the reminder of, of that. Um, yeah. I just, I haven't seen him enough. Like I said, like it, you can be a fantastic player, but if, if it just doesn't sit well with the team, I don't know. Which brings me to my question. Cause we never got to it. Oh, go ahead. Who's going to be in more closing lineups this year? So, you know, one closing lineup per game. And keep in mind, there will be blowouts. So there's not going to be every game where we're going to have to have a closing lineup. Who's going to be in more closing lineups this year? Reggie Jackson or Norman Powell? I'm going to go with Reggie Jackson. I think it's going to be Reggie Jackson, too. But Reggie Jackson has a tougher road there because I do think he needs to beat out not just Norman Powell, but John Wall for those closing lineups. Mm -hmm. But if there is going to be the ultimate closing lineup, Norman Powell would probably have to play point guard. 
unless they move everybody down a notch, but you would think they would still play two additional wings, which would be Batum, Rocco, Morris, or whoever. Yeah. That's a tough one. I like that question. Did that just come out of your head right now? No, I wrote it down earlier. (laughs) (laughs) I know I could have just took credit for that. This is off the top of the dome. dome. (laughs) Uh, I got another tough one for you. Okay. And we'll end this podcast on this note. Outside of Brandon Boston Jr., Jason Preston, and the 15th person we bring in, who's going to play the least amount of minutes this year per game? Outside of Brandon Boston? Jason Preston and the 15th person. Okay, but excluding Brandon Boston, right? Yeah, we're excluding Brandon Boston. I'm hoping for the moose, dude. <laughs> the moose? You think? Well, the moose is a two-way player, so you know what? Uh, I'm, he's not, he doesn't count either. He doesn't count. Oh, he doesn't count? Because he might be in Ontario most games. So out of Kawhi, Paul George, I'm, I'm really testing my Clippers knowledge here. Kawhi, Paul George, Zoo, Marcus Morris, Rocco, Luke, Amir Coffey, Terrence Mann, I'm going to forget somebody, Reggie Jackson, John Wall. Did I say Norman Powell yet? Uh, I thought you did. Maybe I did. I don't know. Out of basically the the rotation guys, who's going to play the least amount of minutes? Out of all the rotation guys, I'm gonna go with Amir. Okay, that that does that's a good safe bet. I think it's gonna be Luke Kennard. I hope it's not Luke Kennard. I think Luke Kennard's gonna be put in spot situations. He's gonna get like 25 minutes a game when everyone's sitting, but I think he's gonna play like 10 to 12, 15 minutes a game, and he's just going to. Basically put in there when we need a boost offensively. Put in there when we need a clutch shot at the end of a half or something. But I don't think he's going to play like rotation, rotation minutes. Hmm. I hope you're wrong. I think I think Ty Lue's <laughs> going to use him as a specialist, a three-point specialist. But listen, I hope I'm wrong too because he's a true king of Ohio. And the only way you're going to put a poster on LeBron James is if you're on the court. Yeah, I just like I feel like Luke Kennard pulls out. He has decent. He's decent at defensive end. Um, is lethal at the three point line. Um, yeah, just I don't know. I think I would, I would see him play a little bit more. But you know, I yeah, I'm so flabbergasted by that right now because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you're you're going to be right. You know what? You're preaching to the choir though when it comes to why Luke Kennard's the goat. <laughs> so I'm just. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, yeah. Uh, you have any more thoughts before we wrap up this pod? I think I am all done up there. All right. Uh, you can find our pod where you find our pod. Uh, or, you know, I don't normally say it like that. Huh? You can find Ellie Clips Forum wherever you find your, <laughs> whatever you find our <laughs> podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Ellie Clips Forum. Uh, we appreciate everybody for spending time with us because you, you could be doing anything with your time, but you're spending it with us. And we appreciate people who listen to the jingle at the beginning, but still stay for the pod and people who listen to the Patreon uh, update at the beginning and still stay for the pod. Uh, like I said, we'll have a Patreon next month. Join. If you're not, if not, you can still hang out and interact with us on Twitter and listen to our pod, you know, but if you want some hot Laker uh, <laughs> takes, <laughs> uh, I would, I would uh, join the Patreon. You know, it's just, you know, what's going to happen. You'll pay the $3 and you'll forget about it every month. until you're like, 
damn, I wish I had that $3, but you know what? It already paid. So I um, might as well stick it around for another month. And then just, just going to the circle of life. is just going to keep happening every month. Uh, you have, you, you want to throw anything into our little ad space right here? <laughs> that was a very long outro. <laughs> you know uh, it, it was. I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything clever. <laughs> uh, we just appreciate a, a listen, and uh, we hope that you guys join the Patreon. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, Trent, for the outro. Uh, also, Jake's going to have baseball shirts this month and some shirts next month, I believe. I don't know if he announced that, so uh, 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 a bad friend. That's uh, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're the inside source for jake's uh drops uh yeah and we're out peace thank you for joining brian andrew and jesse sandoval for this episode of la clips forum for all the over and backs loose balls clear paths and tip-ins catch la clips forum every week the podcast for fans by fans clipper nation we'll catch you on the rebound oh yeah